The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there. You found the taxi stand hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Morning, everybody. Welcome aboard to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network for this Sunday, March 19th of 2023 from the com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. And over here to my left on your radio dial, from Queens, New York, in the Radio TFI Executive Tower, it is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We trust you've all had a fine and fantastic week. You've stayed warm or cool, depending on where you are. We're freezing our, our, uh, our toesies off here. Uh, 30 degrees outside with the wind chill factor. you got to be kidding me. But... Anyway, we're here. We're we're making it work uh, here, and we're in the sub basement today, uh, sub basement number seventy three, because that's where the boiler room is. So, so we're doing our best to keep warm. Young Mister Shannon, how the hell are you today? Well, doing about as good as can be expected. Uh, I'm literally having what you would call the pain in the foot. Oh. Well, you know, and it's just dawned on me that of uh, 40 years of driving for a living, mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a real, uh, I developed a real bad habit. I don't use my entire foot in driving. I use oh. basically, oh. I, I basically use the, uh, my tiptoes yep. 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 for, for uh, both the gas pedal and brake for that matter. I mean, it's worked all this, you know, it's worked, and, you know, I'd be able to do it, but I'm wondering if I haven't developed, of all things, a little bit of a stress fracture uh, in my foot. So I'm going to go and have that, che- I'm going to set up an appointment and have that checked out. What, do you have like a dull, a, a dull pain? Oh, we, uh, we, we'll get to it in a little bit, but apparently we're getting a, a, a dissenting opinion from somebody who thinks they knows a thing or two about bones and all that. And we'll get to him momentarily. But uh, since this will depress us all, uh, 
But uh, how long has it been hurting? I'm going to diagnose it. Screw the other guy. Uh, it's, been, it's been going this way for about a week. For about a week. So yeah. so you would say it's a week back. Yeah. So so what's the problem with your foot if it's the back? Oh, Jesus. Come on, man. For sake? <laughs> wow, listen to you. Listen to you. This was... <laughs> Wow! <laughs> oh, this will make you feel so much better. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch brought to you by Pete and Tony's down by the highway. Uber closed the week at thirty-four fifty-seven, down two dollars and seventy-nine cents. Lyft closed the week at ten dollars and twelve cents. Uh, that's wrong. Minus a dollar sixteen plus a dollar sixteen. I give up. Tesla closed the week at one eighty thirteen, down uh, seventeen dollars and sixty six cents. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch report. Whew! That was uh, that was actually Lyft actually made money this week, and now, and now, ladies and gentlemen, our resident, our resident foot doctor and uh, bone guy from. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, those of you with ales, things that hurt, things that ache, things that bother you in the night, Bill Fancher. Good morning, Mr. Fancher. Thank you. And first thing, uh, John, you walked right into that one. You had to understand that. That was a fastball at the helmet and you didn't duck. Well, I didn't realize who threw the fastball. I mean, when- uh, no, 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 this is a, uh, I, I've, I've got, I've, I've got a week, but hold on a second, John, let me tell you, let me show you how it really goes. Hey, Bill, I've got a week back. Okay. No, no. What's the next line? You know, the next line. How long have you had it? How long have you had it? Oh, since about a week back. Oh, it's even worse here, though. So anyway, uh, tell, tell us, explain to us, Bill, what is John's actual problem? Okay, well, first off, you're not going to get a stress fracture like that. That's something that you're going to notice from an injury of some kind. You're not just going to... But I, I, I digress for a moment. Welcome to the 60 Club, you old bastard. Yeah, no sh- no, no kidding. <laughs> hey, you like that? That's, you like no, that's, that? I that's, put that's, the brakes on that one. That's the medical answer. Welcome to the 60 Club. Um, oh. No, it's, it's probably more what's referred to as tarsal tunnel syndrome. It's like having carpal tunnel except in your foot. Oh, my God. Yeah, and because I've had it, and it's a surgical procedure just like carpal tunnel. Uh, what's the other one? No, I've had it. The uh, oh, it's it's in the foot. It makes it feel real sore. Oh, I can't think of the name of it now. It's pretty common. Gout? No, not gout. Ga- <laughs> not not gout. Uh, oh, it, it, it's it's it's. Are you it's, talking about plantar fasciitis? That's the one. Plantar fasciitis. You'll feel that one more in your heel. That's more of a heel type. Thing. Okay. I had that matter of fact when I was working out there with you, Bill. I had that in both heels at the same time. Ooh, it hurts like crap too. Uh, and yes, it does. Yeah, it does. I've had it. I've had it. And it's amazing how they just give you some orthotics to put in your shoes, and you feel great. Right. Yeah, it is. That that make a difference. So enough about my feet. 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay, Sasquatch, let's move along. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. But so, well, I, well how's your week uh, been going there, both of you? I haven't, uh, I've been whining about my goings on here. Oh, 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 hold the phone. I do have to make this announcement. <laughs> we, are, we are getting a new puppa dog here tomorrow evening. Now, tell us about this puppa dog. Well, this. Just to say that Freddy shows up. <laughs> not not a pupper dog. Ooh. Don't say it, Bill. What, whatever you're thinking about saying. You know me all too well. I it's it's yes, it's become apparent now. Uh-huh. I, I've been told this dog doesn't like cats, though, so so I'm, I'm up. <laughs> no, uh you know, you've lived down there in Texas long enough. you know that that uh, the girl dogs running around the streets down there. Uh, it was really an issue in Corpus. I forget how it was in Wichita Falls. Oh, uh, what they do is just south of Wichita Falls, Henrietta area, uh, they go and destroy the golf courses. Blasphemers. But yeah, that's, yeah. that's one of the main things to do here. And uh, You have the right in Texas, you see a feral hog, pow, plank him. We're talking you hogs or dogs? Ass- Barrel hogs. I thought we were talking no. about dogs. Hogs. I'm confused. We'll use cue cards next. I am the program. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we have a friend of ours that was that just down visiting in Texas. Uh, they had a dog down there that was a rescue was a dog that was running the streets, basically. And um, so she, they're bringing that dog up here. They've got her spade. They've got her uh, uh, shots and what have you. And and uh, there's so, only going to be one one problem with that, John. What's that? Every time it barks, it's going to say "yo, bark yo, bark yo." Good night, everybody. Drive safe. That's it. Don't forget to tip your waiters and waitresses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be. You know why it's running free? It could have been Ted Cruz's dog. It escaped. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Ed. Get it in there. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Jack Demente. No, I I don't remember it in Wichita Falls, but I do remember quite quite vividly in, uh, in Corpus. That they had uh, dogs run, uh, running around in packs, even. You sometimes even a little concerned about getting out of your car because, you know, you don't know what those dogs are doing to survive. So, the bloods in the crypts. Yeah, pretty much. But, uh, so, I don't know. I don't remember where they, they said what part of Texas this dog came from. But, uh, anyways, it was a rescue and, um, uh, Bailey was also a rescue. She got that dog from Arkansas. So, Dios mio, could be el chupacabra. But uh, I'm just going to ignore that. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, we're looking forward to that tomorrow. We go and pick her up uh, uh, tomorrow after work. So, John, I, John, I have a question. 
Is the new new pup, is it coming in via Greyhound? Thanks, folks. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week. That's it. Oh, <laughs> oh that's the pun. On the upside. That's the pun All of right, the day. Subject. <sighs> oh, good. Let's all be quiet for a second. You know, it's always part of, the, <laughs> yeah. part of the show. <clears throat> so, another thing that's going to be happening on Tuesday, supposedly, rumor <laughs> has it. <laughs> Rumor has it that Tuesday's the day that one Donald John Trump uh, going to get to do the perp walk. <laughs> now, he says he's going to surrender. Supposedly, if they issue the indictment, supposedly he's going to surrender. Yeah, he's going to surrender like those box of documents. Now, keep in mind, this is the only person saying he's going to be arrested on Tuesday is him. Yeah, so once again, his lips are moving. Do you believe him? Right. Nobody from anywhere else is confirming this. All right. Now, you're up there in New York. What kind of news uh, media are you getting? Because everything down here says that. They're setting up security for this and 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 all that stuff. So I mean, what are you hearing? Exactly what you just heard. Okay. They're 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 preparing for it if it happens. I mean, they've got to coordinate with the Secret Service, which may or may not be a good thing because something tells me these are all handpicked by Trump and they're all Trumpets. But be that as it may. Well, no, that'll, it'll be his Secret Service detail that he still has. That you know, every ex president. As a secret service. Yeah, I know that. So whoever it is is would is is, is will who be with, be with him. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Bill, for uh, for almost yeah, getting through that. <laughs> but no, we're really not hearing much of anything else. Uh, I mean, to the best of my knowledge, he's still down in uh, Mar-a-Lardo. Uh, and who's to say he won't barricade himself in there behind the omelet bar? It's hard to say. You know, I would love uh, that would be a pay per view event. Are I, you? I saw a meme. I saw a meme uh, last night. <laughs> funnier than hell. The white Ford Bronco with, <laughs> with Trump and uh, and uh, Oh Kari Lake in it. Oh come on! But. Not even a chuckle from you, Ed. Jesus. No, not really. I thought that was oh, going somewhere else. It would have been funnier with uh, Trailer Trash Green in there with him. Well, now, yeah, I think you're probably right. Uh, but by the <laughs> way, by the way, uh, uh, veering off topic for a second, Bill, you might appreciate this. A new nickname for uh, Marjorie Trailer Green. Okay. Barney Rubble Body Double. That's oh. Impressive. That's, that's, impressive. From, that's from Keith Olbermann, by the way. Listen to his podcast daily, Countdown, with Keith Olbermann. I listen every day. It's, uh, you Bar- get let me write this down. Barney Rubble Body Double. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I like it. I like it. Barney Rubble, what an actor. <laughs> the movie, too. Oh, I, that is by far, I by far and away the greatest cinematic line ever. I, my buddy and I, we to this day, 
what is that movie like 40 years old yeah this day What's the name of the movie uh night shift with henry winkler night shift. michael henry keaton winkler and uh, michael keaton and uh shelly long Shelly uh, long yeah Shelly long oh absolutely bunny I've rubble seen it i recommend it highly <laughs> bunny rubble what an actor <laughs> Flintstones, mate. It's the scene is early in the movie. It's it's the boss's uncle who does nothing around the New York City mortuary, and he's watching nephew. He's what he's watching the Flintstones when Henry Winkler's character comes in, and as he's he's watching, he's laughing hysterically. <laughs> Barney Rubble, what an actor! It's a it's a genius line. I'm sorry. Mo- moving on. So, meanwhile, back at the ranch. While, uh, Trump is being, yeah, exactly. While Trump is preparing himself for the uh, wrist uh, bracelets, uh, he just des- he's decided that he wants to uh, plant the seed or plant a seed here for uh, the upcoming the upcoming election he still thinks so some somewhere down deep inside and all his little uh, minions are out there <laughs> saying they're, they're, they just want to arrest him because they want to keep him off you know keep him off the campaign trail and they they, they don't you know they're trying to stop him from gaining his rightful place again and oh my goodness it's, I, they've just gone uh, goo goo gaga crazy as uh, I, I got news for you like, I got news for you. Even if he were to somehow win while he's in jail, it would not be the first time in this country that a politician has won elected office while serving time. It has happened before. I can't cite them right now, but I know for a fact it's happened. Um, I don't think as much as everybody would love to see the perp walk with the handcuffs, I don't think we're going to see that. No, they've said that more than likely that will not happen out of respect for the office. Right. Also, also, I was watching the news either this morning or last night, and they're definitely not going to use the front door at the courthouse. Nope. Absolutely not. Yeah. So, I mean, look, we we could get this country out of financial trouble with that pay per view, and uh, uh, all security. You know, just 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 a dollar a holler. I would pay a hundred bucks. I'd seventy nine ninety five. I sign up for it now. I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. I, I you know the Trump trial. Give me the whole package. Uh, look, I I I paid almost three. Did it with OJ. I I I paid almost three hundred bucks to watch the Dolphins all year. I would certainly pay three hundred bucks. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Now what's going to be interesting though. Well, first off, you got to remember he put he put this uh, two two whatever they call them on Truth Social Truths out there, all cap letters, run on sentences, which is basically inciting his people to riot again. Oh, yes. absolutely. And will he be? Uh, yes, it, it so well the first time. Right, it went over just fine. Uh, it doesn't matter if he lives or dies or whatnot. Thank uh, <laughs> you, <get> John. <laughs> We're gonna plow through this. It, it doesn't. Ma- 
It does not matter if he lives or dies. If he dies, they're going to just view him as a martyr, and he will go, you know, go deep into history. As uh, I think we've lost Bill now. I think I think Bill is just John is contemplating his life choices. Ed wasn't watching the monitor. Ed was very much watching the monitor. And for those of you listening to us on the audio version of this, where you certainly were not watching the monitor. I will say this. I, 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 although I haven't met her personally, I feel that Bill's wife is a lovely, lovely person, and we're happy. She's fooled another person, and we're happy to have her occasional cameos. It adds, it adds a certain uh, je ne sais quoi, je ne sais quoi. <laughs> to the proceedings. That was more than a- that was more than a cameo. Be that as it may, we uh, we of the silvery <laughs> when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. That's amore. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, I think it's a good a good spot for this, just because it'll give us all time to regain our uh, composure here. Oh, way uh, past that. Way past that. Uh, so in the interim here, Trump cut a a, a video to, to uh, look to try to look as uh, un, unrattled by the fact that he is going to be uh, uh, finally indicted. He's running uh, around like a squirrel being chased by a dog. <laughs> well, it. Here is something I and I want you to listen to this as much as it's, it might pain you. I, I really want you to listen to this. What he is actually trying to say. Now, this has a lot to do with uh, the war in Ukraine and uh, with Russia and the possibility of World War Three. So, uh, give this uh, give this a, a real close listen here. We have never been closer to World War III. Global conflict. I'm sorry, we, we, we had to cut that off. There was no audio there. And uh, we'll, well, we'll... I, I could hear some of what he was saying. Well, hearing some yeah, of what he's have... saying. Okay. He, and he I said was, something about also, that we've never been closer to World War III, and he blames it on the Biden administration. Well, of course, because had Trump still been in office, he would have just given Ukraine to Putin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, we apologize for it, the the audio was a little a little sketchy there, but basically, I, I've seen some of that. And essentially, he just goes on about, you know, how the, again, it's the witch hunt thing. It's the witch hunt. Everybody's out to get him. because he's a witch. Burn him! Poor Donald, his entire life, everybody's been out to get him. He's just going about. To a newt. He's just going about his business, bopping down the street, being Joe every guy. Next thing you know, somebody's accusing him of stealing that. Somebody's accusing him of raping this and blah, blah, blah. And somehow I became... Next thing you know, hey, everybody's after me. What did I do? I didn't do nothing. I was just walking down the street, minding my own business. Now I sound like Roseanne Rosanna Dana. Yeah, no, no kidding. But you know, there's the thing that 
sorry, John. The one thing that they were saying about they were not going to cuff him and all that and bring him in with respect for the office. I'm like, well, what difference does it make? He didn't respect the office. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Not by any. So, uh, what he is actually trying to say in this particular video was that he would solve. He would solve this issue. You know, if he was president, he would solve this in a heartbeat. And what he said in so many words. <laughs> go, go ahead, John. Thank you. We love her. Sorry, gentlemen. Sorry. <laughs> we love her. All right. Let me try to get back on this again. Let's rewind. Uh, those. It's the whole thing here with with Ukraine, and, and he basically is being with to hear the whole thing. I I heard basically that hey, leave Putin alone. He's doing nothing wrong, you know. Exactly. Yep. And what a shock! And this is exactly what he is. You know that that's his solution. Is basically is. Uh, 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 feed uh, Ukraine, you know, to the wolves here, and uh, yep. and and we won't have to worry about nuclear war with with the Russians. Listen, anybody that's been alive for the Cold War knows, you know, these proxy wars between Russia and the United States have been going on forever. I mean, even going back to Cuba, if you think about it, you know, big. With uh, them moving the the missiles into Cuba and the whole the whole works there, anybody that's lived through this knows that. Fortunately, Russia knows better, and the United States knows better. China knows better. Yeah, we all've got nukes here, but do you really think any of them, anybody's going to use them? You think we're any closer to nuclear war now than we were? Uh, fifty years ago, sixty years ago. I would. All because I think the the whole thing. Sorry, the whole thing is that anybody that's got any brains whatsoever, even Putin or the the dude in China, knows once you pop one, there's two, there's three, there's four, and it's all over. So it doesn't make it. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, the only the, the thing the only thing here is now Russia. Has exposed itself to the world. They unzipped and whopped out, and we have found out that their military isn't as good as they said it was. Right now, to just piggyback on what Bill just said, yes, nuclear arms are just like glazed potato chips. You're never gonna. <laughs> you never. One's just not gonna be enough. Uh, I think it was somebody. It might have been uh, John's boy uh, Tucker. Uh, one of them on, on Fox Nudes uh, referring to the Ukraine-Russia war as just a territorial dispute. You know. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Crimea. By the way, speak, speaking of uh, Fox Nudes, anybody notice that uh, the big, the big uh, expose on the January 6th? Turns out uh, Tucker played the same piece of video three nights in a row, and now it hasn't been mentioned at all since by anybody the people on after 
Tucker never talked about it. Why? Because you're in the middle of a $1.6 billion lawsuit plus another $2.5 billion lawsuit. You got $4 billion in lawsuits, defamation, kids. So what do we do? Let's keep piling on, piling on, piling on. Let's add stuff to it, more evidence. Your Honor, we'd like for you to uh, turn on the TV right now for our next you know, exhibit. <laughs> What do we expect to see? Likely somebody going on about this. Uh, but I forgot. Oh, yeah. Uh, where were we? Russia or Trump or both? Nukes. Nukes. Of both. Nukes. Nukes, yeah. You know, again, you can't just have one. Uh, but here's what would concern me. Uh, I think Putin is just... I think Putin and Trump are in the same boat as far as this goes. Putin's a, supposedly not in the greatest of health. I would not put it past him if while he's on that deathbed, he's got that button in his hand. You know, hey, he got nothing to worry about. I got nothing to worry about. By the time the response comes, I'll be D-E-D dead. And, uh, you know, let's have it, kids and kittens. So... Don't uh, don't don't put away your your Geiger counters just yet. You know your hazmat suits. Your uh, oh, you're laughing 10, at thousand degrees makes for a warm spring break. Don't it though? And you don't be laughing at your grandparents' fallout shelter now. <laughs> Which has as little a chance of of really protecting you. Uh, well, this is also true. Well, like, like the, when the key thing to all of this is the Soviet Union, Russia, whatever you want to call that. Well, it's not the Soviet I Union. Shouldn't, I shouldn't say I shouldn't say that because I, I, it's not the people. It's just the the douchebags that are running it. Right, as opposed to our country, where it is the people. It is the people, <laughs> and not a lot of the people either. Just a very vocal minority. A very vocal Excuse minority. Me. Is that? They have never been invaded except by the Nazis. Well, I take that back. Napoleon did it too, but uh, they—they're the ones that are doing the land grabs. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Ukraine isn't firing into Russia and, and things like that. So why do we think that this is acceptable? Well, they were not invaded. Ukraine didn't provoke it. Well, most sane so, people in this country do not think it is. It's it's these far right nitwits that that follow Trump, uh, you know. And I still, I what can he possibly have on them that is so bad? Unless it, the only other thing is that you're all racist sons of bitches who who can't see anything other than uh, you know than, than white people. American bubbas. I know there's a lot yeah, of that's right, exactly Americans. We're Americans. I just watched a bit, and I, I wish I, I would have downloaded it to play it. It's a comedian talking about, you know, how these people are talking about civil war all the time. He said, you know what? Let's do that. Let's do it once a year. So what we'll do is from the right, they can get 100 of their, uh, you, know, teal, you know, meal team six people. Uh, against, meal team six. Yeah, you know, they, they can get 100, 100 guys. And uh, the other side, well, uh, it'll be the U.S. military, two guys. And uh, 
So he goes on to talk about, you know, interviewing one of the, uh, the the Meal Team 6 guys. Oh, I'm head to toe in Kevlar. I got my AR-15, blah, blah, blah. We're ready to roll. Okay. Go to the Army guy, uh, the military guy. What do you got? I got a drone with six Hellfire missiles on it. And I can see all, I can see all hundred of the other guys all standing in a, in a clump right now. All standing in a clump have right we, together. Have we started? Oh, okay. So now I push this button. And they're dead. See you next year, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Barney Rubble Stubble has said that uh, that we should break up the country into red and blue states. Right, right. Because and that's... Thought, how are you going to do that when a lot of them are intermingled? Right. Is it going to be like, uh, well, I live in East Berlin, so I'm free, or West Berlin, I'm free, and East Berlin's behind the wall, and, you know, it's like, oh, well, I live in Kansas City, but I live in the good side, and the other side, well, that, sorry, John, it's kind of that way right now, isn't it? But, look, much. It's, a stup- <laughs> it's a stupid idea from a stupid person. Well, exactly. It, it's meant to feed into the racist narrative, and... Uh, you know, it's split up. Well, how are you going to split up? That's not, you know, then maybe Mexico wants their their stuff back. Exactly. You know, you know, and maybe France wants their stuff back, and Spain wants their stuff back. You know, uh, this. Uh, and gee, guess who's the most state in favor of doing this? Texas, of course. Uh, exactly. If you had two brains, one would die of loneliness. Yeah, but keep in mind, these are the the same people that keep electing Ed Cruz. Cruz. Go ask yourself. Sorry, my hands um, were busy. Well, part of that is, this goes back to the, the secession thing with Texas. So, anytime Texas can get out of the union, they uh, they're all in favor of it. Yeah. Yeah, let's see how that really works out. Uh, I, I, I mean, the reality of it is, first off, Texas depends on, uh, they, they take more than they give in to as far as money goes. They, well, we got big oil. We take care of ourselves. No, big oil takes care of itself. Exactly. Big oil. T- the only thing Texas has going for them is they've got their own electrical grid. That's it. And that worked so friggin' well I, two years ago. I, I don't know how you guys do it. It's a bidding system. I don't know either. But One yeah. thing Texas has, has going for itself. Yeah. You know damn right. What? Me. Oh, 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 well, it's got Bill Fancher. The only thing that keeps it from falling off. That that is, uh, you know, you know, it's. uh, Now, that's the other joke. What keeps Texas from falling off into the Gulf of Mexico? Oklahoma sucks. (laughs) Stop banging your table. Let me me get back here to this. One more thing about this this video that I tried to play uh, is that the other thing he mentioned was the whole thing with NATO. Again, picking picking at NATO. Like I said, it was Trump has a two two point plan 
to dissolve NATO and basically hand the keys to Russia. And I don't... Everybody is falling for his flag when he wipes his nose on the flag and and the whole routine that he's so patriotic and this and that. He's selling us. He is literally selling us to Russia because... NATO to build Trump Tower in Moscow. NATO, uh, hey, you know, yeah, we do, we do cover quite a bit of the responsibility for NATO. But I'll guarantee you, I guarantee you, if NATO were to, for some reason, dissolve, we would be invaded in a New York minute. Probably in New well, York. At least Europe. Yeah, probably in New York. But at least at least Europe would go. I mean, who do you have to stop them over there? The French? They've surrendered in more wars than anybody other than Allez, allez. Yeah. But the uh no, the the problem is if uh, you know, Trump wants to basically Trump wants to dissolve NATO, and he wants to hear. Okay, it's all dissolved now. Have at it, Vlad. Have at it. This and, all goes uh, back to something that uh, Patton, General Patton, said during World War II, when the, the the war had finally settled, and he told everybody. We need to fight these sons of bitches. We're going to do it sooner or later. We got the army here. Let's do it now. He said, and I, I make it look like it was their fault. <laughs> and now how prophetic has that become? Well, some people know their stuff and, you know, look, we, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just, I, I, I just can't. One of the things that just annoys me most about all this situation is the religious nut jobs, and that's from all countries. There, there's something that's going on now in the NHL. <laughs> Every team has has a pride night. Usually, it's just something like on their warm up uniforms. They the numbers are rainbow colored. It's nothing. So now you've got all these suddenly devout Russian Orthodox players who sit out and they boycott these things for religious purposes. Baloney. Baloney. You're doing it because, again, you're, you're, they ought to be kicked out of the league because, because you're just following what, 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 uh, what Vlad's doing over there. You know, they don't want to see people just live their lives. And, uh, you know, it, I, I, think, I think all Russian citizens should be if you're still a Russian citizen, see ya. Right back. You know. Dos Vidanya. Well, you know, the thing is, is the uh, the Minnesota Wild, uh, they actually, I don't think they were planning on wearing them on their game, uh, on their game. No, on the warm-ups. On the warm-ups. Warm-ups. But uh, they refused, the team uh, refused to do it, and I think I know why. Because one of our, and I'm not not making, not saying this is an excuse, a legitimate excuse, but it is uh, one of our premier players uh, on the Minnesota Wild, Kirill Kirill Kaprizov. 
and he is of uh, he is of Russian origin, and I think that he might have raised a little bit of a stink about it. You know, that's the franchise right now. That player, that guy right there, as it stands, uh, is the is the franchise, and he, I'm sure, and I can't prove this. I have no idea. I'm sure he seems like a nice fellow otherwise, but I think he might have uh, he might have uh, stirred the pot a little bit on that one. Well, that's that's on the wild, and that's on. Uh, look, I've said it for many many years. I will say it again. Any any issue in the NHL, any issue at all, eventually circles back to Gary Bettman is an asshole. That's the commissioner of the NHL, if you're not aware. Oh, okay. <laughs> he is he is a jerk. He has always been a jerk. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's, uh, he, he is, for the most part, he's done irreparable harm to the game, as far as I'm concerned. And I've always held that opinion about him. And I will hold that opinion until one of us dies. And then some. <laughs> I didn't mean one of you, Bill. I meant neither oh, he or I. But, but okay, we can include you in it. You know, that's fine. Yeah, what the hell? What is the hell? What is the hell, he said. Uh, so, where are we, John? What are we doing? What do we got to say? What do you want to talk about, son? You want to get you want to get off Russia for a little while. You want to get off? Yeah, I'm kind of done with her. <laughs> Look, what I get off on is none of your concern. <laughs> That's it. People used to yeah. ask. People used to ask in the cab. Well, what time do you get off? Well, I finish at eleven. I get off about an hour later. Oh, an hour later. And you actually made tips. I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah, just put the tip in. Especially an hour later. <laughs> oh my god Boy, i tell you welcome to the taxi stand over here radio tfi uh, by the way <laughs> please as a matter of fact i'm begging you right now call and call call in please 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 eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight Please call. Please. Before Bill keels over on us here. Bill, you want to talk about your, your medical problems this week, or you'd rather just move on? Well, I think at first I thought, well, you know, everybody thinks the minute you get sick, you think you got COVID. So, so, so did you. I went, got, I went and got tested. I made a 32 on the test. So. Did you bring the sharp did number that, two pencil? No, I used, a ink, I used an ink pun. Did they shove that up your nose, or? Yeah, then pretty much both times, but no. So I don't have COVID. Well, I started stopped and thought about it. But the last week and a half, um, we've had eighty-five mile an hour winds down here, dust storms, and all sorts of crap blowing around. So I'm I'm pretty sure, and so was the the doc that that was more the case than anything else. Just an URI, operatory respiratory infection. Upper respiratory infection. What did I say? I did say that. You said an upper respiratory infection. That sounds like me. <laughs> that sounds like something I would say. So anyway, it was just something to treat with antibiotics and some steroids. You talk steroids? I'm taking steroids. We call him Arnold now. Hello, Arnold. Arnold, I'll be back. California. How bad's your blood sugar now, uh? 
oh no crap this morning i thought son of a bitch i'm gonna go dance in circles with that sugar so i kept thinking what the hell did i do last night and i go nothing other than took the medicine so does that mean your, your blood sugar those who don't no, your blood sugars go through the stinking roof and you start taking that stuff is that bad Oh no! Not unless you want a stroke. Oh well. Yeah, that's. So. that's... Look, look. Am I little? Well, that, well, under control on a daily basis. Well, you know, look. In my my little suite of medical issues, that's not part of it, so I'm not familiar with that. Okay. We all have our little things that we become little experts in. That is not one of mine. <laughs> oh. Okay. Seems like the rest of my family did, but not me. My uh, my well, grand my grandparents. My grandparents, my mother, are all diabetics, and yeah, and I was worried about that. I'll tell you what: one of the greatest things that ever, when I had my surgery, was uh, I found out all the stuff I didn't have. <laughs> because like, shoot, thank God, it's just my heart. I was actually waiting. At one point, I was lying in the hospital. I said, at some point, they're going to come in and tell me about all the other stuff that I have. And it never happened. That's for damn certain. I, I had had a little bump in my chest. It was like a, a piece of the bone, my chest bone, that used to protrude just a tiny little bit. And I was never quite sure what it was, whether it was the bone or, you know. And, but I felt fine. And, of course, that's gone now. They, uh, they, they, here, here, let, me, let me rewind that. Your chest bone? Don't I have a chest bone? No, there's no such thing. Then what is it I have? It's your sternum. Well, you, I don't, God only knows, but it's your sternum. <laughs> All right. My my sternum, there seemed to be a little extra piece at the bottom. Maybe I was wrong. Uh, but it's gone now. It's so, the well, it's gone now, so I don't worry about oh, it. There you go. You Ap- lost your Apparently, when they cut through me. It breaks off. It yeah. breaks off. Apparently, they got the, the chainsaw out. and. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I was concerned that I was diabetic, and you know, uh, uh, but look, they they t- tested my blood a thousand times a day, and I'm sure they were all this stuff would have popped up. So I feel good that no cancers, nothing like that. I should have been a physical wreck. I mean, I should have been, I should have been a uh, an exhibit in a medical school. Look, look what this guy's got. He's got it all. And here I sit, just with a scar. Hey, got your zipper. I did, it's not even a zipper. It's not even. Mm. They they do a because it's not really stitches anymore. It's, well, no, it's really not. They use glue. They use glue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they stitch up on the inside. Maybe there might be something in there. But yeah, they're, they're because actually they don't stitch you up on the inside. They wire it shut. What they crack your. Your breastbone. Thank you. Sternum. Thank you. Sternum. I missed that day. They crack that open. They wire it back together. So it always, when I would do chest x-rays on these people, it looks like somebody's got little twisty ties (laughs) all through their chest. Well, I've watched a video of them putting it back together after the surgery. 
and it's just like two dudes pulling and and the and the patient is just flopping back and forth. That's exactly right, man. And you want to know why you hurt so much after the surgery? It's not because of the surgery. It's because of the beating up you take after. You know, uh-huh. it was just so got, wild to guys to, with hands digging in there and everything. So yeah. Well, that's, look, I always, like I said early on after my surgery, I said, look, I, you know, I had, I had eight sets of hands on my chest today. What did you do? (laughs) Tough guy. Yeah, we were the octopus that had our hands in your chest. (laughs) John looks like he's tired of this conversation already. I think so. No, 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 I just... Just waiting for the tra- just waiting for the traffic to uh, clear a little bit here, so wait, wait. I can merge into the. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Waiting for an opening, huh? Huh? Get it? Yeah, that. John, uh, John, John is still stuck with those on ramp meters in Minnesota. <laughs> you know, you very, very rarely see them turn. They're, they're still there, but you rarely see them activated. Only like oh, in okay. real. They kind of figured everybody knows how to use it now. What 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 do you mean? And do you mean like a a green light? Yeah, mm-hmm. you you basically see the problem is in Minnesota is they have no concept of the word merge. Oh, hey, oh no that, doubt on that. I I got news for you, pal. That's all over. Yeah, well, but I know what you're talking about. We 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 have a few here. Uh. Here in the New York City uh, area, where you know it, 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 uh, yeah, it, 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 it moderates the flow of traffic onto the busy highway, and uh, people ignore it. Yeah, but the problem up in Minnesota was once that light turned green, it was green for like ten seconds, and these people just go take off and think they have the right of way now. Right, instead so of just right on into traffic, and instead of one or two cars getting through, twelve tried to do it. <laughs> it wasn't so much that, but the person just flies on in. Now in Texas, the merge laws, my truck's bigger than your Hyundai. Well, there you go. And that's that's how it should be. That's how we have, we have a major problem here when there's when you're on a on a highway here in New York City and traffic is moving but heavy. People will and to change lanes, they just don't care. Now, we were, we were stopped the other day, and this guy in a very expensive car. Now I'm in the big 15-passenger van. So we're coming to the point where the road's going to split. So this is when a lot of people decide, now I'm going to get over. So, But we're, we're creeping along, creeping along. He decides he's going to put the front of his car in front of my van. Oh, really? So, Mistake. so he he. Oh no, he was racing me. He was trying to get in. He was pushing me off to the side, and I was trying to get get in, and he wouldn't let me. He's racing up, racing up. So fine, okay, do it your way. Again, my my thing is it's a rental. Knock yourself out. <laughs> so I was able to get around him, and I got. I was able to get in front of him. And I made sure until he until I exited. It was the slow he stayed right there. I don't slam the brakes or anything like that, but I make sure that you know that you can't see beyond this big ass van 
and we're going to go at a nice leisurely pace. You're going to win. John will know. John will know this one street. 35W merges into 36 in St. Paulish area. And when I was coming home from Park Nicollet all the time, I would drive that direction. And they have the merge lane. There's always one douchebag that's got to try to fly all the way up to the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. Force his way in. Yeah. Well, I'd see some of these idiots and I'd kind of drift over into the other. Oh, I do that all the time. I'm happy to do it. And then I look behind me and I see everybody else drifting over halfway. The truckers are drifting over halfway. I said, hey, I guess I started something here. I'll tell you, the, the, the one thing you got to watch out for here, whenever I'm near downtown Brooklyn, and yes, Brooklyn has a downtown, they have a big courthouse there and all that. The Department of Corrections, New York City Department of Corrections, uh, they have these buses for prisoner transport. And without fail, you will see them coming down the, with the BQE, the Brooklyn Queens Expressway. Traffic is all stopped up. Everybody's trying to, you know, just inch their way along. And these clowns will come down the breakdown lane with the bubblegum lights going. To, to, to be here in New York City, you would think the Department of Corrections is on an emergency 24 hours a day. <laughs> you see any of their vehicles, they got the lights going on. Me, I love to just inch over and listen to them hit that siren. You know, do your thing, man. Do your thing. And uh, anyway. <sighs> so, hey, I, I wanted to get this in here before we uh, wrap up for the t- top of the hour. Uh, question for you. Mm-hmm. Do either one of you, now I'm sure you have this in New York too. I know you have it down there in Wichita Falls. But people, uh, sign holders, you know. Coming up to you at the at the uh, intersections or at the off ramps or whatever, with a sign, you know, please help. God bless you. You know, any of none of other uh, numerous things. So I was curious. I had and I asked. Uh, I asked my uh, uh, Twitter followers, uh, "Do you ever give money to the sign holders?" But let me check with you guys first. Well, I, 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 I'm not, sorry, but absolutely not. Barb has stopped numerous times. It was 110 degrees outside, and the guy's holding the sign. Barb went over to, like, the Dollar General, got some snacks and some bottled water, and went over and gave it to him. You know, I, I agree with that because I don't know what you're going to do if I give you cash. That's right. Yeah, no, I've done that myself a couple of times. The last time I did it, uh, I was in Manhattan. It was night. Uh, I went into a deli to get something, homeless guy outside. Can you help me out? Can you help me out? So I bought him a sandwich. There Make him go. a sandwich. I got him a bottle of water. And then he has the nerve to say to me, can you give me $20 too? I thought I'd take the sandwich back, you you greedy bastard. Um, yeah, exactly. There is a There are a number of women at various intersections here in the greater New York City area. Oh, no. Really? They all seem to be... Yes, yes, we have a few of them. Not many, but yeah. a few. Uh, but they all seem to be these, like, Ecuadorian women. I, I don't... They are, the, the facial features. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. They're always these tiny women, and they've got the babies strapped on their back, covered in a blanket, and they're selling candy bars or whatever they're, they're selling. 
at the intersections. And there's one year where I get on the highway and about once a week or so, I'll give her 20 bucks. I don't take the candy. I don't want it. It's, you know, I, I just, the idea of having to be out there with the kid is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and the kid's not a baby. This particular one, the kid's probably a year and a half old, maybe mm-hmm. two, and she's got her on her bike back all day. You know, so, uh, you know, good, I, I, I mean. Well, now, out in California, when I was out there in the Navy, it's, you know, selling oranges and fruit. Right, right. On the, on the side. So it's all, I, I guess, John, what you're, it's, it, it's a regional type thing as to, you know, what, what they're doing and whatnot. No, I'm not a heartless bastard, but Stop. a lot of me inside, yeah, at least for the moment. Uh, is if I give you cash, how do I know you're not running to the liquor store, right? Or you're buying crack or things like that? If you need help, here's here's my help. Right. I once I once came across a woman with about an eight year old daughter. This was down in Fort Lauderdale. I was going into the supermarket. She was asking people for money. They need to their car. Or they haven't eaten. Blah blah uh-huh. blah. So while I'm in there, I get a couple of pre made sandwiches. Some water or something, you know, something uh, something for the kid, like a fruit cup or something. And I come out, and, and I give them to her. I said, here, here you go. That's, you haven't eaten in days. I need money. I don't watch it. Yeah. You know, and then there's the classic scam. Don't ever fall for this. Somebody comes up to you. Oh, I uh, my car ran out of gas here in the... Oh, yeah. That is a classic mm-hmm. scam. And, uh, you know, oh, and you decided to come to me? Yeah. Anyway, where's I don't... Where's your car? Where's your car? That's... Yeah, where's the car? Oh, it's uh, it's over... Hamina, hamina, hamina. Thank you, exactly. Mr. Cramden. You didn't think that through. <laughs> uh, what else you got, John? What else you want to know? Cramden Barney Rubble. Are you Freddy Boy? Pretty much... Pretty much agrees with you. Sixty-seven percent said uh, no; they don't. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. There but, are there are some though out of that. I mean, I guess thirty. Uh, I guess if you think about it, thirty-two percent would give something. Uh, it breaks down to either coins or less than a dollar or a dollar bill. Uh, like sixteen percent went for uh, uh, between two and five dollars. There are actually a couple a uh, couple percent that uh, said that they give more than five dollars. It, it depends on the circumstance. I once gave a woman forty well, bucks. Yeah. I got money out of an ATM, and uh, she was sitting there. She had a little sign, and I talked to her for a little bit. Uh, dumped by the boyfriend she's trying to make it back to wherever and you know what from the looks of it it looked as legit as i could figure it out i had a stack i had a stack of 20s in my hand so i gave her 40 bucks Hmm. she didn't approach me or anything she was sitting by herself uh leaning against a a light post and not not looking at me at all i came out of the bank i saw there when i walked in and i came out and and then I, and then I asked her, "What what piece of advice would you uh, what would you like to see? What would you like to, what would make you feel better to know?" And she said, "This the peanut butter box is here. Why not? There's everything. Everything. Yeah. Like Robitussin. I'll tell you what. The, the, the big problem that I have is that 
in a in a day's work i uh I'll pick this up. I I think it's important enough. I'll pick this up at the uh, on the other, on the side. other side real quickly. But uh, right now it's uh it's go time here. We uh, gotta take our little break, and we'll uh, be back in just a couple minutes. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TF. Found just killing time with John and Ed. I am Frau Blucher on Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you are watching live, the comment section is open. From a payphone, call collect. this out. All right, what the hell's going on in here? We got a noise complaint. Yo, shh. Peter's about to start. We are gathered here again tonight, fellow AA members, to talk about the greatest temptation the devil ever created. Alcohol. Mr. Booze. Mr. Booze. Mr. B double O Z. That's your spells, booze. You will wind up wearing tattered shoes if you mess with Mr. Booze. Don't mess with Mr. Booze. Don't mess with Mr. Booze. Don't mess with B double O Z. If you've been so stiff, they thought you died. You'll feel better once you've testified. Testify. Testify. I want to testify. I want to testify. Well, then cleanse yourself, my son. Cleanse yourself. One time, I took a library book out, and I fell asleep reading it, and I left it under the bed. I forgot about it for three and a half years. I was going to take it back on Amnesty Day, but on Amnesty Day, I had a sip of rosé wine, and I never made it out of the house. Who's to blame? Who's to blame? What's his name? We know his name. His name is Mr. Booze. Your head feels like it's two miles wide. Two miles wide. You'll feel better once you've testified. Testified. Oh, yeah. Testified. I want to testify. I want to testify. Well, come forward, dear brother, and testify. 
I used to be a soda pop guy. Then I switched to the bottle. Now I don't leave my couch, and I've seen every movie ever. You name a movie, I've seen it. Meet Dave. Seen it. The Iger Sanction. Seen it. Donovan's Reef. Seen it. License to Drive. Definitely seen it. That's a shame. What a shame. Who's to blame? What glory? Hey, Miss Famous. Mr. wants to testify. Very well, my brother, let us lead him on the path of righteousness. This poor gentleman used to speak in long, eloquent sentences, but after years of drinking, he can only speak in short, choppy utterances. Why, at one time, if you asked him who his favorite musicians were, he'd say Leonard Bernstein, Johann Sebastian Bach, and Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. But thanks to that old devil hooch, it's all changed. Who's your favorite musician, Ollie? Cher! He doesn't even like Cher. Now, alcohol makes a big man small and can lead to a life of crime. Yeah! Demon rum makes a gin a bum and you catch him before your time. Yeah! Bootleg gin puts you in a spin till you don't even know your name. Yeah! You're a basket case flat on your face and there's only one guy to blame. Mr. Beatles, Mr. Beatles, Mr. Beatles, Mr. Beatles, he don't ever choose. You will wind up wearing tattered shoes if you mess with Mr. Booze. Mr. Booze. Don't mess with Mr. Booze. Oh, Mr. Booze. Don't mess with Mr. Booze. Don't mess with B-O-O-Z-E, because that spells booze, and you're gonna lose with Mr. Booze. Don't mess around with Mr. Booze. you guys i'm impressed that you're taking your sentence so seriously and i know that the court will be happy to hear this too now if you'll just keep it down so i don't get any more complaints sure no problem joe thanks for stopping by and good morning once again here folks thanks for joining us here we are just killing time now on Radio TFI. It, it did sound a little bit like we were just killing time in the first hour, but exactly. <laughs> now, now we'll actually get into the more organized part of the uh, of the show. So, uh, once again, f- from the Radio TFI. Excuse me. Let me back this up just a little bit. From the Shaletta makes me laugh. Thank you. Dot com studio in. St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. Again, to the left of me on your radio dial. I that doesn't. Uh, what do you, What are you trying to tell me there, Puck? <clears throat> Puck, you. Okay. Jeez, you got to draw Hi. a picture. Well, but you got to realize you're holding the puck here, and you're doing yeah, this. Just, just do the intro, please. Yeah. Place. It just That's Oklahoma. Ass backwards, yeah. There you go. Anyways, 
to my left on your radio dial from Queens, New York, in the Radio TFI Executive Tower. It is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. Nice to have you here. Trust you've had a fine and fantastic week. We're going to get right to things. I will introduce beneath me in so many ways, ladies and gentlemen, from... Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's not where he's from. From... The one, the only, the incomparable former Miss Tennessee of 1938, Bill Fanchard. Good morning, Bill. Actually, that would have been 1968. Sorry, my apologies. Uh, the smudge <laughs> there on the uh, on the copy. It, you know how it goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we call it copy and radio. Real professionals call it copy. Good morning, people. So anyways, listen, folks, I, well, get, we'll get into birthdays here in just a second, but I wanted to pick up on a point there in the, in the uh, first hour we, we were talking about, and that was about giving uh, giving cash to the, the sign holders, the people uh, on the uh, corners. Some of them are homeless. Some of them really aren't. I, you really don't know these days. Um, if you think about it even... You know, if you're standing there on a corner and per hour, if, if, if during an hour, you know, you get 10 people that just hand you a buck, you've made 10 bucks, 10 bucks an hour, 10 bucks an hour, and you haven't had to, I mean, you didn't have, didn't have to show any type of job uh, uh, qualifications or anything else. All the, you know, patience and, uh, and persistence is all you really got to show. And uh, so, I don't know. Uh, one of the reasons I don't necessarily hand out... Uh, He's cheap! Oh, excuse me. Oh. Great, googly moogly, get your finger on the mute button. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so the only reason I really don't do it is because... You know, during the course of my day, I probably encountered 25, 30 of these folks. You know, and if, yeah, well, damn, you know, if I give it, give to one, you'd think, you know, you feel obligated maybe to give to everyone. Yeah, well, I, I, I know, mean, and, and I, I don't disagree, but there's one sign. If it's, if this is on the sign, I will always give. Bill. You. I see. Yeah, thank you, Gerald. I see Go that. Give money to that. <laughs> John, John feels um, we're not taking what. <laughs> the one thing I will say, I did a long time ago. Only done this once, and I was driving a driving cab out in Vegas. Was I uh, was coming out of the? Uh, he killed a drifter. Coming out of the air. Uh, coming out of the airport, and the uh, guy on the corner with a sign that says, Why lie? I need a beer. I've seen those signs. I've seen those signs. I'd give that guy a buck or two. Yeah, yeah you got to appreciate the honesty there. Exactly. What I did is I it was a liquor store only about a quarter of a mile away from. Boy, <laughs> so I went and picked him up a cheap, uh, picked him up a six-pack of milwaukee's best there and, you uh, go oh 
<laughs> and went and brought it back to him. That was the hell. I wasn't going to splurge on Samuel Adams or any goddamn well, thing hell like no. that. No, he just said a beer. You didn't say so. I got bought a six pack. He, hey, he actually thanked me for it. He, he wasn't uh, all right. Oh. <laughs> all right, have, have we gotten this out of our system now? Yeah, maybe I might throw some references to it before the end of the day. The show, well, I think the bottom line was that Twitter kind of agreed. Uh, two, two thirds said no, they're not gonna do it. Yeah, and you know there was a couple uh, there were a couple people that that uh responded but i you know i we basically i got the message you guys got the message from for the most part no they don't they don't hand money to um well and you know one of the like the commercials on tv john with you know my god the aspca st jude's children everything you know if you gave 19 dollars a month everything you wouldn't have any more more money left well that's just it i mean but they got to try. You think, well, yeah, I mean, you think to yourself, okay, $19 a buck, 19 bucks a month, that's that's not that bad. No, and it's, it's really not. But when you're giving to 10 of them. It's 190 a month. Exactly. See, I can do math. And the only thing you can do is is claim it as a tax write-off. But uh, yeah. you really and, can't. And good luck with that. Yeah. But Because you know what it turns out to be? It's a trap. It's a trap. That's right. What do you say we get on to birthdays? Yeah, cue, let's do, let's cue, do that. Cue the band. Started already. All right, here we go uh, for this week now. We're counting birthdays from today, the 19th, on through this next Saturday, where we start out today where Bruce Willis uh, turns 68 years old. At all, and he's got... But know, does he know it? Heimers and all that stuff. That's dead. It's kind of sad at 68. Yeah. By the way, my apologies, uh, graphic department went an extra day. Apparently, but okay. just uh, or was it just a case that John and I were disturbing your creative process? That was a part of that. Anyway, moving on, moving on. <laughs> All right, Super Bowl champion uh, coach Andy Reid, sixty-five years old today. Oh. A little something different. Beautiful. Hey, uh, Glenn, who wants you to get close to her, will be set, or 76 years old today. <sighs> uh, uh, that was weak. Uh, uh. No, oh, yeah. Oh, come on. Just leave the funny stuff to the other side of the room here, okay? Just, uh, yeah, 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 John, yeah, pick yeah. your lane, okay? It's, uh, you've been warned before. Monday, Spike Lee turns 66 years old. Do the right thing. And, and. Aaron Von Trump turns 17. 
don't put the Vaughn in there. That's to, to just Baron Trump. He's still, look, you got to treat the kid nice. All right? He hasn't done anything. No, he's the only one that's kept himself out of the limelight. And he's going to be a power forward in the NBA. <laughs> oh, yeah. The kid's like 6'4". He's like 6'4", 6'5", now, something like that. Yeah, I'm thinking more like center. Yeah, anyway. Moving on. You really think that, uh, do you think Donnie's the, Donnie's the father? I mean, you know. I'm, I, we're not even going to go there. Come on. Birthdays. No, focus. There's too many jokes into that. Yeah. So. Yeah. We can be here all day and Lord knows not, nobody wants that. Just, just remember, we'll have them all ready to go when he turns 18. That's right. But just remember too, that's the first lady I can get behind. Oh, that's the joke that got John and I together. Really? Yep. And don't tell it again. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Wow. Mm. You're here because of that joke, by the way. Oh, well, then tell it as many times as you need. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that was easy. Okay, uh, so was she. Oh, hey now. Oh. Oh. Okay, Andrew. Tuesday. <laughs> Adrian Peterson turns 38 years old. AP all day. Oh, he's football. Football? Kick the ball? Adrian, Adrian Peterson. I know. From the Minnesota Vikings and yeah, yeah. about half a dozen other teams before he retired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Also, Matthew Broderick turns 61 years old on Tuesday. I can't say anything. There's a whole. He killed a guy in Ireland. I didn't know that. Yeah, hit him. Everybody, hit him with a car, or her. I forget it was him or her. But as it turns out, it was a cousin, my my one of my ex's cousins. So she can't well, even. There you go. She yeah. deserved it. Oh, she can't even tolerate to hear the name Matthew Broderick. So it's like uh, a second cousin. Tuesday, uh, also on Tuesday, Ro- uh, Betty Rubble herself. Rosie O'Donnell turns 61 years old. Betty Rubble's body double. Betty Rubble's body double. There you go. Uh, On Wednesday, Reese Witherspoon turns 46. No. No. 21 forever. Forever 21. Uh, Also uh, on Wednesday, J.J. Watt turns 34. What? And that... You just couldn't help could you? No, I couldn't. It's an addiction. Also, the original, I couldn't say, shouldn't say the original Captain. Well, he was the the original Captain Kirk. William Shatner turns 92 years old. He's the only Captain. No, he's not the only Captain Kirk. You got Chris Pine. You got Chris Pine. Yep, yep. I I took it back as soon as I said it. I tried to reel that puppy back in. Yeah, but once it's out, there's no metaverse. That is true. <laughs> On Thursday, Kyrie Irving turns 31. You know, I liked him when he was in Uncle Drew, and then he turned into a prick. Isn't he a basketball player? Yeah, That's a basketball he, player. He's now in Dallas with the Mavericks. Now. Wasn't he with the Nets? Oh, this is the guy who didn't want to get. Oh, yeah, that's he, right. Yeah, he didn't want to get vaccinated. Yeah. Right, he couldn't play any yeah. home home games here in the state of New, any games in the state of New York. 
So he couldn't play against the Knicks or any home games. Did they pay him while he was doing that? I don't I remember. I hope not. I don't know. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on Thursday, Shaka Khan turns 70 years old. Shaka Khan. Come on, everybody all together. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. How old did you say? How old? She's 21, man. 70 years old. 70? 70. Wow. No, nah, I don't believe that for a second. No. No. And I, yeah, there you go. Uh, Randall Park turns 49 years old on uh, Thursday. I know who that is. Who is that? He's, I he, recognize him too. Okay. I don't recognize that when he's done anything. Okay, here's what he's done, what you might know him for. In the Ant-Man movies, he plays the FBI agent who still can't figure, who's been trying to figure out a card trick that Paul Rudd's character shows him in the first movie. He's been in uh, some of the Avengers movies as the same character. He was on an ABC show called uh, uh, Off the Boat or Fresh Off the Boat or something like that. Uh, it's long since been canceled. Uh, and and he's been in a lot of movies. He's believe me, you. Uh, what's the thing he's in? Now? He's oh, he's on The Rock right now on NBC. Oh, that's right. Okay. You've seen him in promos with The Rock, Asian fellow. And uh, I trust me, Bill. Once you, when you shake, stop shaking your head, and the sound of the rocks stops. Look up Randall Park on your uh, on your Google okay, machine. I'm gonna look up Affleck. All right, there we go. All right, John. Oh my, oh my God, we're all like, holy guys. I did. I did everything but give you the man's shoe size. I just was not impressed. That's that's all. Mm -hmm. Okay, John. Shut up, Bill. All right. All right. So uh, if I uh, if I gave you the name Mark Calloway, would you know who I was talking about? Would I want to? Grandson. Yeah, would you know who I was talking about if I said uh, Mark Calloway? No, no, I think it's a solid no. Okay, <laughs> but it's his birthday! Yay! Yeah, the Undertaker. <laughs> oh, okay, now I recognize. The name. I, I still right. don't. <laughs> oh come on! It's a, you, it's a wrestling thing. I know it's wrestling. Uh, it's wrestling. Yeah. Come on, Ed, you've heard of the... I'm sure you've heard of The Undertaker. It's wrestling. Just move on, please. Please, yeah, I, I beg of you. Somebody say, in, in, I heard somebody say that, you know, he was such a, a scary character and all this kind of stuff and that he actually met him a few years back and said he was the nicest gentleman. He, that now that he is... Uh, I got I to gotta expand on this. I am very sorry there. Uh, Not as no sorry as I'm going to be. Yeah, but the deal with the deal of uh, the Undertaker was is that he was totally engrossed in that character. Totally, you know, even you know, very rarely when he was away from, you know, out in public, or whatever, he didn't step out of that character whatsoever. He was the Undertaker, and now we're able. To, he's retired. Now he's been retired for a little over a year. 
and we're being able we're able to see kind of peek behind the curtain now and see what kind of a guy he really is and wonderful you're absolutely right he's he's a good guy well okay like said, we said numerous times it was the same problem alice cooper had couldn't separate the character from himself right moving on all right also on uh on friday peyton manning turns 46 hmm. i have hmm. that's, that's bill's favorite players um hey also speaking of bill damar hamlin turns 25 years old really i i would say i without fear of i'm thankful to be 25 i was gonna say without fear of correction i would think this is going to be one of the most special birthdays he'll ever have just because he's having it and I saw him the other night. I saw him the other night on uh, what was it, The Masked Singer, with his little brother. His little brother was was on it too, and it was good to see him. Go ahead, John. All right, Saturday. Uh, oh, we're going to Saturday. John six. Don't let the sun go down on him. I got, I got uh, a Sarah joke Jessica for that. Sarah Jessica Parker turns fifty-eight. That I believe. By the way, married to Matthew uh, Broderick. Hey, really? Yeah, How nice. yeah. How nice. Uh, Catherine McPhee turns thirty-nine. Now there, there's a cutie, cutie, patootie. Twenty-one, baby, forever twenty-one. Amongst other things. Mm-hmm. And and last but not least, uh, this one would like to take you in the fast lane, there, boys. Uh, I beg your pardon. Danica Pat- Turns 41. Oh, no way. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. One of the bestest business sports center commercials ever was Dan Patrick pulling up to his parking spot. And Danica Patrick is there with the race car. And the parking parking spot is Stencil D. Patrick. I just, you know. It's just a happy, happy coincidence, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious: is did she make more money on ads, or did she make more money racing? I'm gonna say she made more money on ads. Uh, we, I'm thinking so too. We got a few minutes to go before we hit the, uh, the, the, the big stuff here, and I, I pos- I put this out there for the gentleman pre-show. Because I, I, I encountered something this week. I, I, I threw this name out at them. Susanna Hoffs. Now, Bill has was a little fuzzy on Susanna Hoffs. So was John, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Uh, if you guys had a chance to look it up. Anyway, I stumbled across a video of hers. She was a member of the Bengals. She was the lead singer. She was the petite one with the most gorgeous eyes ever. Uh, yes, and she does that eye side to side. Oh, God. I'm still... Uh, so I stumbled across a video of her from last year. She's now 64 years old. She's my age, so she was 63 last year. Wait a minute. This is what I'm getting at. But this woman, her voice is still pristine, beautiful. Cool. And uh, time, time can't find her. 
I want to know if she can still do the thing with her eyes. Yes. I thought that was pretty cool, too. Right, she yeah. had the most beautiful freaking eyes. You put her eyes on Tina Turner's legs, you know. But, it'd be one, you know. but I will tell you this. I sat, I went into a bit of a rabbit hole the other night watching videos, recent videos of her. She still has that beautiful, beautiful light-up-a-room smile. The gorgeous cheekbones, you know, the hair is not all poofed up anymore, but you wouldn't think this woman was older than 30 years old. Cool. She's just, and she still, still plays, you know, her, her guitar skills haven't faded and her voice, but her voice is still, oh, it's there. It's just there. And to listen to her sing was just, uh, uh, and of course she's still gorgeous. At 64 years old. And I, I don't, look, every woman is beautiful in her own way. But I mean, she is physically, I would stack her up against any 21-year-old right now. Any Hooters girl right now. As, as far as looks go. Well, I'm just, did you say Hooters girl? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he did. Well, you're not raising the bar, the bar very high. Now, I've got a question for you. Uh, Do either one of you watch Bill Maher? Yes, every week. Did you watch it Friday night with this gal that was the Israeli type of... uh, I kind of skipped through it. I didn't really... Oh, did you not look at her? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, she was... uh... Did she not look like a young Raquel Welch? Yo, very much so. Very much so. Very much so. Well, now, now, welcome to uh, dirty old the Dirty Old Man Hour. The Dirty Old Man Hour. Pretty much. Right here on radio. That free. Now, just, just before the cards and letters start coming in, and Bill forgot where his mute button is. It, it got me before I could get there. <laughs> Bill's having a bit of a... Bill, if you're dying, just raise a hand. We'll get to you as soon as we can. <laughs> but I know I'm going to get cards and letters and blah, blah, blah on, on this. But uh, look, talking about Susanna Hoffs, I mean this in the most genuine way. I mean, I'm just, she is just gorgeous and talented and and all these things. And, you know, I, I, I just, I got smitten all over again. But this time with the more mature version of Susanna Hoffs. And I just wanted to bring that up to the guys and uh, look her up. Okay, well, now, here's the thing with, with women like that, though. Do you sit there and say, does, does she get offended because you say, still look great? Or, you know, does she take it as a compliment? I would hope she takes I mean, it as a know, compliment. But then again... I would sure hope so. But then again, look... And it's not a lot of makeup. There's no surgery involved here. Very natural looking. You know, not... Oh, I'm sure she had some makeup on and all that, but not... It's not applied with, you know, with a paint roller and that kind of thing. <laughs> you know, some women maintain their looks, and they're just organically very, still very attractive. Her hair is... Now, I don't know if she colors her hair or not, but it's still black. And, you know, it, it's... Just very lovely to look at. Oh, well, John. We know what Ed's going to be doing this afternoon. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, yeah, I'm going to apologize. I didn't have a I didn't have a paper towel to offer him here to 
clean up the drool. But I'm uh, smitten. I'm sorry. I I, I I was smitten with her back in the day, and it's been reignited as we've moved on in our lives. All right. All right, Pee Wee, settle down. <sighs> John, it's that time. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Bill, are you ready? No, because I had my title on Saturday Motorfield stolen from me, just like you bastards did to Muhammad Ali. Attica, Attica, Attica. And now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present the battle of the one-hit wonders. Here's your match official, John Shannon. Yeah, and just to make things clear, where uh, Bill said this, I said, "Well, I'm sorry. I'm just doing my job." As uh, as I had to remove, uh, I had to remove yeah, that. I said, song. Calling it your job, old hoss, sure don't make it right. All right, so so hey. just John, just so you know, all we've got queued up is the two challengers. Right. Of course. So they couldn't beat me in the ring, so you had to beat me in court. Explain explain why Bill's song is no longer here. Communist. Bill's because song. Putin invaded, that's why. Because <laughs> Hunter Biden's laptop, that's why. Yes, yes. Yeah. So anyways, the song, Come Feel the Noise. Believe it or not, I actually was surprised by it was not or is not a one-hit wonder. So, and I don't even remember the name of the side. Uh, Chris Murphy pointed it out to, uh, to, and I I went and I looked and I thought, oh, sure as shit. Uh, So, anyways, um, I apologize, sir. For a violation of the verbal morality statute. Hey, you need. I, I know. For, I, it's what I get for looking at stuff on the web, right? I mean, it told me they were one-hit wonder. I kind of wasn't for sure, so mea culpa. Yeah. Well, I got a. I got a plan to fix that here in the in the upcoming uh, in the upcoming weeks. No, but no, uh, no, 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 no. Ah! See ya. Was your fix? Well, it's getting close to be mine. Yeah. Whoa. All right. So we do have two remaining challengers here yet. So let's uh, let's start with this one here from 1980. This is Devo. And that was Whippet from 1980 there, the band Devo. The Challenger. Do you know the back line to that song? Uh, yeah, I mean, all I know about, is Whippet. 
Well, they talk, they're talking about cracking the whip and everything else, but the they said the alternate meaning was using the whipped cream cans and huffing the whipped cream cans. Whip it. Yeah. So, take that one. All right, so. <sighs> all right, and here is the challenger for 19... Here's the other challenger from 1966. This is Question Mark and the Mysterians. All right, that was 96 tears, question mark in the Mysterians. How far up All right. do you have to dig to find that one? You don't want to know. I'm guaranteeing that. I'm telling you, I like the song. I, I, I won't I disagree. Will. I won't disagree. Let's find out what the people think. The people. The people spoke. And not by much. It was a very, It was a very close one here. But in the end, here is your winner and new Battle of the Wonders champion. It is. Yeah. 
Question Mark and the Mysterians from 1966 with 96 tears. Like I said, guys, this was close, but it was like a lot of times it uh, it shows polar opposites on the uh, on the social media platforms. Uh, Whippet, actually, Whippet did really well. Whippet did uh, got seventy three percent of the uh, of the uh, Twitter vote. Only got twenty seven percent of the uh, of the. Uh, excuse me, I'm wrong. Only I got. 7%, 7% of the uh, Facebook. And no, wait a minute. Did I say that about Whippet? No, okay. Let me let me rebat. Let me. Um, I've had a lot of scribble on this notepad this time around. So clear it up in post production. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> uh, 27% on Twitter for Whippet, 83% on Facebook for Whippet. How did it lose? And the uh, other, and the other side on ninety six tiers uh, garnered seventy three percent on Twitter, and on Facebook only seven percent. So those those are your numbers. It was a it was a fifty three to forty seven percent victory. Hmm. Keep in mind. Or, uh, keep in mind, you had the uh, yeah. You'll, there's votes for the uh, disqualified song. Be that as it may, ninety six tears is the champ. Live with it. Deal with it. Let's move on. Well, yes, to to let's. clarify, I totally totally disqualified the votes for uh, the disqualified. So they didn't. They weren't at all. So okay. Those are the, so. Anyways, we do have a couple of new challengers here uh, going forward. <laughs> so here, hey, you got a you got a chance to you got a chance to regain here, uh, Bill, because this is a pretty mm-hmm. good choice in itself. From 1970, this is free.
from 1970. That's free with All Right Now. First challenger there, given, given to us by the one and only Bill Fancher. Yeah. I, hey, I, it's got a good shot. I, I got a pretty good shot here. Um, the one that I think has a better shot, though, however, <laughs> comes to us from Nick Gilder from 1978. Seventy-eight. That's Nick Gilter. Gilder, excuse me, with Hot Child in the City. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, uh, the uh, voting shall begin uh, shortly here on the Facebook side. We'll get it up over on uh, Twitter in just a, a little bit as well. And uh, 
This could be so a guys, uh, good match. I mean, both very, very good songs. Uh, you know, a little bit different generation, but other than that, both good songs into themselves. Well, it's it's in the title of those segment. One hit. They're all hits. Yeah, well, by def- by definition, that would be a good song. Mm-hmm. All right. I have known people that just have despised Nick Gilder. Well, I will say, it, it, if, if you... I, I, I've always liked the song, but I've, I, people I've talked to... When, when I saw that that was one of the challengers this week, I don't know why. I guess I haven't heard the song in a long time. I had it in my head as a much faster tempo song. And I, and I don't I don't know why that is. I, I just I, I listened to it a couple times and I was putting everything together and I even asked John for the artist thinking maybe somebody else had done a cover or you know and I I just seem to remember it being a different tempo. Clearly that's not the case. It's just well, if, if you'll remember that 1978ish era was about the same time that. Tom Petty came in, so it's kind of a little bit of that slower, whiny type. I don't mean it like that. No, I know what you mean, whiny though. Whiny type thing, yeah. But again, for this particular song, I just had it in my head. Okay, let me pull it up. Let me, you know, get it ready to be played on the show. And as I'm listening to it, I'm going, that's just not how I remember it. I The lyrics are there. The basic melody is there. All it's all there. It just seemed to me that it was faster. And again, I I can't explain why it just seemed like it, and uh, you know because you're older now. <laughs> that could be, that could very well be, but but you know anyway, I I wish both of those tunes the very best of luck, because I will tell you this, gentlemen, should ninety six tears fall. Should 96 Tears Fall, I have one in the chamber that is going to blow you all away. Huh? Well, we'll worry about it next time. I'm just saying. Keep keep it to yourself. I plan to. Oh, I plan to. I'm keeping us close to the vest, baby. You'll, uh, oh boy. You're going to, oh boy. Now, I was just talking about that expression the other day with somebody. I have heard that expression used two different ways. I've always said close to the vest. Yes. And other people say close to the chest. Yes. Like, really, close to the chest didn't make much yeah. sense. But Well, you would say close to the vest because that's how you kept your cards. Right. Like, you know, close to the chest, it has the same meaning. It, it's technically correct, but the saying is close to the vest. Yes, thank you. I'm sorry, John, did you want to get in there and say something? I didn't think so. So anyway. <laughs> oh, he's steaming now. Wow. He's steaming now. It's uh... no. no, I just, like I said before, with, uh, with both of you, I just consider the source and Wow. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> no! Unfortunately. Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing to be done about it. Now. It's hard to have three alphas. Well, we don't need three. I'm here. 
his point exactly. One will suffice. Thank you. Yes. I will suffice. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Adams, everybody. <laughs> Just say no to M and M's. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Tell you, the more I, the more of his stuff that I realize, that I read, I, I'm beginning to think that that is his. That's his shtick. Yeah, it's his act. Yeah. He is. Nobody be quite that stupid. Well, he put well, out a. But he is. He is a. He is a conservative, or thinks of himself as a conservative. Yeah. Small C. But uh, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But yeah, he's an antagonist, and and I'm beginning to wonder if he doesn't. That's how he makes his money is basically by getting responses and getting people to you know to reply to him. And because I've never seen him block. I mean, and I've read some of the responses that he gets, and I'm surprised that he he doesn't. He doesn't turn off the blowback. He doesn't block people. He doesn't. Uh, uh, He's the kind he, of person that, like, down here in Texas, he would say, now I'm going to get buzzed here. But you say, shit sandwiches are the best thing I've ever had or the worst thing I've ever had. And he's going to turn around and say they're the greatest on the planet Earth. Well, he's going he's gonna to contradict you no matter, you know. He's going to yeah, take exactly. the contrary side no, no matter what. And, uh, I saw a meme from him this morning. Somebody had retweeted it, uh, basically saying uh, it shows a bun bunch of Bibles stacked up, and uh, the only book that has is nothing but facts. <laughs> I got news for you. That's a book that's nothing Whoa. but fairy tales. Uh, uh, Are you kidding me? The actually, Grimm couldn't have written a better book. I actually uh, responded to that one. I said, look, folks. Nick Adams likes fiction. Yeah, I mean that's what yeah, the Bible go, is. Uh, I, I, I look. I've said this before. I'll say it again. There are stories in there that have good, you know, teach teach lessons and all that, and that's all fine and well. Some of the fables, but I mean. Let's face it. Jesus never spoke English. He wasn't a white man. He didn't have blue eyes and blonde hair. Uh, you know, there's so many things wrong that we here in the U.S. are Christians, and I use that term extremely loosely. Uh, look, the, the the best Christian in this country, probably on the planet, is on his deathbed right now. We we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Jimmy Carter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jimmy Carter is the only person in this country that I would sit down and, and listen to him discuss with me uh, Christian yeah, teachings and all that. I yeah, I, I, I won't disagree with that. I, I, thing was, he didn't flaunt it either. He wasn't no, it in your face. No, but and, I... And to me, that's, you know... I would listen to him. I would, you know, I, there, I, because... He lives it or has lived it. He didn't make a thing about it. He went out and does what he has to do. And, you know, yeah. look, we're, we're all going to be sorry when he's gone. 
but hopefully, you know, he'll be out of whatever discomfort he's in right now. I would imagine Rosalind will not be far behind him. No, uh, it's usually very typical. Yeah. That yeah. So I, 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 you know, so hopefully they'll be together for that eternity and uh and nobody deserves it more if there is a big guy up there to the side or around the corner or wherever that that person is abdul jabbar that's the one oh, okay you tried dragging bill in his ass up and down the court for <laughs> uh you make but, a believer out of me take trump first no kidding no that's not going to make a believer out of me. Billy Joel said it. What? Only the good die young. Die fast. No, live fast, die young, leave a good-looking corpse. I forget who said it, but... I forget. Barney Rubble. <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, Fred. <laughs> hey, Freddy boy. Oh, hey, I got, I got something for you. I should have said it down here the other day. My wife had ordered some stuff from nuts.com. I don't even want to know. Appropriate for me. And I just, I heard something in the door and I opened the door. The peanut butter box was there. No way. Peanut butter box yes, is here. Giant peanut butter box. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are, there's, that's it. You guys are hopeless, I'm telling you. All right, it's time to go bye-bye here. Thank God. Uh, or ever, whoever else is listening. All right, we'll see you next week here. Or Bill. For Ed, I'm John, and I got the money. See ya! T-F-I.